More debate around our emissions trading scheme. Climate Commission Chair Rod Carr spoke at a business and climate conference yesterday, said our current plan relies too heavily on planting trees. It allows companies to plant and pollute and doesn't help us keep up with the international efforts to keep warming levels down. Now, the Deputy Director of the Climate and Energy Finance Group at Otago University, Sebastian Girick, is uh, with us. Very good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. How are you going? Well, thank you. Does he have a point? Um, yeah, I think so, definitely. Um, it, it, I New Zealand is one of only three emissions trading schemes that allows forestry sequestration, the others being California and one of the China um, sort of pilot schemes that they're trialling. And, you know, the science-based target initiatives share similar concerns around offsetting. And my own view is that offsetting or, you know, carbon sequestration through planting forests can be a very positive thing if we do it in the right way where we consider the other um, externalities of those activities. What's the and, right uh, way? You know, the right way? Um, well, you know, I don't believe planting monocrop pines all over our productive land is the right way, for example. Good. So neither I neither do I, but do right. you base that on science yeah. or do you just have a gut feel for it? Um, a bit of both, right? So there's a lot of risk that comes with planting all of this pine around um, wildfires that have been exposed recently as a large risk, especially as the climate warms further. Um, you also have uh, other issues around the soil health that's left after a pine forest has been there. Um, and the alternatives would be things like planting back the native forests, which we've you know, deforested over the last 150 or so years. Yeah. See, here's my concern. This is the theory versus real world bit. So the trees are easy. We were always going to go with the easy way, and that's exactly what's happened, of course. The moment you... And I thought we'd got the ETS sorted out, but now we've got it sorted out. We need to shake it up. Are we ever going to get to the end of this where we all agree and actually do something, or are we just going to argue about it till we're dead? Um, yeah, that's a good point. You know, the ETS has gone through a lot of changes. And I do think there's more changes needed. Um, it's, it's complex, right? And you're not ever going to just come up with the perfect solution and enact it. But people are doing what's incentivized by the ETS. And currently, you know, it's a lot easier to plant a few hectares of pine forest than exactly. to reduce your emissions. When Rod Carr talks about the international obligations, I mean, the counter-argument to that, of course, is yes, but all the major polluters in the world aren't meeting their obligations either. Do we want to be the outlier that sets the moral pathway, or do we want to be slightly more realistic and just get on with life, and when everyone's on board, we'll be on board too? Um, I don't think that's a great way to look at it, because we, we have you know, these obligations and whether other people are meeting them or not doesn't mean that we don't have them. So then it's, you know, what kind of country do we want to be um, regardless of how other people uh, are behaving in this space? And I think New Zealand has a great opportunity to be a leader in this space and show the world, especially to other smaller nations, that what we do does matter. You know, there's often this thing where, oh, we're just a small country and we have a small amount of emissions. What does it really matter? But if you look at a per capita basis, New Zealand is one of the biggest um, you know, greenhouse gas emitters in the world. Sebastian, good to talk to you. Appreciate it very much. Sebastian Girick, who's the Deputy Director at the Climate and Energy Finance Group at Otago University.